Hello everybody and welcome to a brand new episode from Setting the Tone. Today is our Classless Act special. Stick around because we'll be telling you more about that right after the intro. Hello everybody and welcome back to today's episode. As I said, today is our Class of Sat special. We have got a wonderful interview with Franco and Duane uh, from the band Class Slat. But before that, um, I'll be playing you a track called Starman, which uh, is the band's homage um, to David Bowie. Um, they've done a little EP with Starman and all the young dudes. First of all, here comes Starman. Jump into our interview and then we'll close out the show with all the young dudes.
Hello everybody and welcome back. So that was Class Slats take on David Bowie's Starman. I hope you enjoyed it. What I really like from these tracks that I've heard um, from the guys is that they're putting their own spin. They're not trying to, um, if you like, copy, carbon copy. They're trying to take uh, the bits of the tracks that they really like and put their own spin. So I really like that. Here comes our interview anyway with uh, Dane and Franco from Class Slats. Hope you enjoy that. Stick around because we'll be closing out the show with all the young dudes. Hey. Class Slats, welcome to Setting the Tone. Oh, send the tone. It's great. It's great. What's up? It's great. It's great to have you guys. Welcome, Dane. And who else have we got in the room today? This is Franco. Dane and Franco. Hi, Franco. Welcome. Welcome. Um, guys, firstly, I've been amazed with what I've been hearing. Um, I want to mention that your record label has done a stunning job because every time I'm watching a YouTube video at the moment, um, a class of that acoustic live session pops up and it's it's been a joy. It's been an absolute joy to kind of hear those songs and, and see that interaction in the studio. So a massive shout out to um, Better Noise Music for plugging the hell out of YouTube with classes that. Ooh, yeah, making it happen. Making it happen. Exactly. exactly. Speaking of uh, making it happen, talk me through the journey. How did Class Us Act, um, the journey start for Class Us Act? You know what's when I started? Or when we started? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, pretty much uh, at the core of Class uh, uh, Act, I am probably the most most uh, OG m member of all of us. Um, and and then Franco came along, and then I think Derek and, and Chuck, and then Griffin, as far as the order of the current lineup in the band. And yeah, it um, and and like a lot of bands do, they they evolve through different lineups and kind of hone in on making the awesome lineup you see today. Mm -hmm. And 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 also like along along the road, we've uh, um, we also have had the blessing of coming across a bunch of different uh, different people that have storied careers in music. So yeah, so we're just working working our butts off to try to try to just set the world on fire, impress people, and and keep the rock and roll rock and roll flame alive. I think you're definitely doing that. Like one of the things that I've noticed is. Uh, the sound that you guys have is kind of like a, a Led Zeppelin Aerosmith kind of classical rock sound. That's that sort of seventy sound. I don't know if you guys would agree with that, and I love that. Awesome, yeah. No, no, that's that's a fair description. Uh, speaking, obviously, I've mentioned about the Better Noise Music, your label, with uh, you know putting yourselves out there on YouTube, plugging the hell out of YouTube. How do you feel as a new band coming through, making those right moves and connecting with the right people early on is so helpful? within you know finding your feet well it's pretty interesting man also the, the label really um took a bet on us and is really supportive of what we do <clears throat> and you know like having the possibility to connect with um big big artists you know like with the stadium tour and all that stuff mm -hmm. it was really helpful and we're definitely grateful for it um and we're trying to do the best we can you know with, with the music and everything so it's it's been it's been a great ride so far. Yeah, but I think also on the note, um, because you were mentioning the label, just having a strong supportive team behind us has been uh, a, a, a huge help because, uh, because you know, they, they have a bunch of, like, a bunch of talented, like, legendary bands on their roster. And so and so for them to take on a brand new band, um, which takes, as you know, it takes a village, takes a lot of effort to break a new band. It, it, it shows that they really do believe in us. And, yeah, we, we don't take that lightly. No, that's absolutely, and like you say, you're a new band with this host of talent that's already on this label and contributes, and that's absolutely awesome. In terms of um, building up your fan base over the last couple of years, how have you found that? Because obviously we've all been in the pandemic, 
Um, so not everyone's been able to get to shows and interact with people. How have you found that as a struggle? Yeah. So um, yeah, yes. Yeah, so I think for us, the the pandemic, um, the 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 pandemic was an opportunity with the whole stay at home orders. It was opportunity for us to really hone in on our craft because we did a lot of the writing in that in the like year and a half of the of the of, of the lockdown. So I think for us, we we definitely definitely really really evolved as a band in that sense. But that's also why the past year, um, playing uh, playing for seven months, we were on tour for seven months. So so. Yeah, so we, we kind of really made the most out of the time away. We wanted to just play show after show after show after show and really connect with fans because there was that kind of disconnect for so long. No, that's absolutely fine. Um, recently, you guys have put out a couple of David Bowie classics. How, yes, how, sir. How did they come out? I imagine you're all fans of David Bowie, hence wanting to cover his amazing body of work. How did those, those tracks come about and was there a difficulty in terms of selecting out this array of catalogue that David Bowie has that, you know, to kind of find what you wanted to put your, your taste on, I guess, your spin. Well, it was more like a... I mean, we're just trying to show a little bit of the... more of the musicality of the band, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like a part of a little transition, you know, like from doing more of a... quite a little bit of 80s rock into 70s rock a little bit more, you know, and show that other side of the band. I think it was important to do so. And of course we love Bowie, so you know, like those tracks are amazing. And we want to pay um like a pay, uh, pay homage to pay, yeah, pay, pay homage. tribute to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like um cuz uh, Dave and Bowie has like inspired everyone, you know, between um uh, make, make an album that transcend what 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 it means to like write music. And and so and so the same fire that Dave and Bowie like puts in puts in all of us to for us to inspire inspire us to write like music of his caliber we want to pass along that passion to people have them feel the same way that's a good time have you from obviously um covering all the young dudes um and i'm trying to think the other days and starman was there anything in those tracks that you guys kind of went hey he he wrote this way or you know and that you can take those techniques that he's done into your music going forward yeah absolutely yeah, like um, because why? Why I think it's incredible about it, especially in those songs, um, uh, about those songs that Bowie wrote was that he he really does paint like a picture and like a whole whole world that that all of us you know because we all have our only personal David Bowie like uh, favorite songs and albums, but but I, I think Starman coming from the the uh, Ziggy Stardust album, the album top to bottom is all like all like one of our favorites. So, um, so just to be able to cover that and really take your time in depth to record and really study how. He made a masterpiece like that happen. It was, it was incredible. It was really, good, really good for us. Yeah, awesome. Aside from uh, music, what are your other passions outside of music? What do you guys like to do? Yeah. So um, my uh, other m- m- main things that I'm, v- I'm very active. I also coach beach volleyball on the side, and I'm a certified personal trainer. So I try to I keep my uh, my fitness along with the music. Yeah, I like I like uh, soccer a lot, like football. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, like cooking as well, and you know, like like comedy and all that stuff. Um, we're pretty chill guys. Um, it's definitely mostly music, man. <laughs> do you feel with obviously those hobbies outside of music? Do you feel that allows you to take some of those elements? I don't know whether it be I don't know volleyball, for example. When you're teaching your volleyball, do you feel that you can write a song about what you're seeing out on on that court or in the atmosphere? <laughs> yeah, well. Um... Well, uh, I think more than anything else, 
it's almost the the uh the things past the the physical like world i guess that that, that, all, that also apply to all also apply to, like music in the band you know like working with the team and putting in hours to to try and improve your crafts and all that so it's almost like the whole intangible i guess that's the right word the intangibles of playing a sport even coaching and learning and demonstrating it really um translates to a bunch of different fields no, that's absolutely cool what is uh what is next for class of sats because obviously we've got this little uh two tracks single if you like and also we've had the ep what can we expect from you guys going forward uh well we have a couple of more releases waiting this year i don't think we can say too much about it right now and maybe a couple more shows like a small tour coming soon as well i think at the beginning of may um and then you know we're mostly writing, writing a lot, uh, nonstop, trying to get uh, back to the studio as soon as possible. Um, but there's definitely great things coming. Speaking of touring, do you feel that is really essential as an up and coming band that to be? It's almost like handing out business cards or flyers out on the street. You know, you kind of got to be putting yourself out there all the time, <laughs> getting to these new faces so they can hear and see what you're about. Is that really? Is that essential for you guys at the moment to? pushing yourselves forward with touring oh yeah oh yeah but yeah um a hundred percent because i think also for us something else that that, that we really do uh, pride ourselves on is, is being like a live band we, we um, want to be a band that you know everyone talks about like oh yeah because we all have our favorite bands like seeing like um like, like uh, guns and roses at the ritz or or uh or or, or queen wherever you know want to be one of those bands where we put on an iconic live show so just to be on tour for almost like like more than half of last year, really honing our performance skills, our showmanship skills. That that's something that we we love and want to strive to improve. No, I love that. I love I love that. Do you want to be one of those bands that you know we can all talk about going to show? Going, hey, did you see that show? And if you were, yeah, Zeppelin, Royal Albert Hall, yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's awesome. Um, in terms of like, obviously, there's going to be a lot of touring. Is there going to be any trying to attempt to break into different markets, maybe the UK or European market going forward? How do you feel about eventually? It? Yes, eventually, yeah. eventually we'll be going overseas and a bunch of different countries, but that's going to be, I guess, revealed in the hopefully near future. No, that's fine. Obviously, you got to build the base home first before you can take that away, and I, I can understand that. That's fine. Um, some quick fire questions for you Who would you like to share a cold drink with, and, and why? The person could be um, past or present. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I guess. Huh. I, I guess off the top of my head, I'd say like D Dave Grohl. Uh, like Dave Grohl just seems like, you know, just just a cool dude just to talk to, but also learn from. He's one of those people to where like you can, where I think that you can enjoy the simple conversation and just always take something out of it. Yeah, he seems a really friendly kind of guy as well and kind of warm and welcoming to share that knowledge. and love. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Do you have anyone that you... was a wish? <laughs> yeah. 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 So if you had your option to have a cold drink with anyone, who would it be? Oh, um, probably Judge Homie from Queens of the Stone Age. That's another good shout. Another... I love that guy. Yeah, he seems like a very interesting guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's absolutely fine. Um, and in terms of who would you like to make a record with? You could make a record with anybody in the world. Who would that be? Producer or artist? Ooh. Ooh. 
Um, uh, someone that I've always like admired as a songwriter is Sir Paul McCartney. And so I don't know, if he's like right on long shot, just to just just really understand his songwriting process and get like a step closer into understanding how he thinks. That would that would be incredible. I think right now I would go with Jack White. Oh yeah, good answer. That's yeah. I new. I've not heard of anyone mention Jack White recently, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys are into your comic book films, but do you choose Marvel or DC? Um, I haven't seen a lot of them, but 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 I've seen more Marvel than DC. So just based off that, I guess I'd say Marvel. But I do like Batman. I think he's cool. I think he's DC. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. Pretty much the same answer, honestly. Man, I like Batman. But Marvel is Marvel. But Marvel kind of takes the cake, you know, the universe and like, yeah, they, they have the comedy, the stories. I think they, they do better films, but DC do better comic books. So I, I don't okay, know. Okay, yeah, I, 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 I for sure heard that. I think you have a good point with that. Everyone's got like their own preferences with it. It's it's cool. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and what is the, uh, what was the last album you guys have currently listened to or been listening to? The last album I've been listening to? Ooh, um, I, I, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I think the last album I, I haven't really uh, dived into is mm, mm Food by MF Doom. I've just been on a big MF Doom kick. Cool. Personally, myself. I think mine is uh, Bad Tooth Woods by Liam Lynch. Mm. He was the director of Teenagers Z. <laughs> pretty good, pretty good stuff. Um, and, and lastly, this is kind of a bit of a, a cliche soppy question but what makes music so special for you individually as, as human beings um what makes it special you say yeah yeah, yeah well um well uh for uh for for me um yeah like um it sounds so simple but how it how it really makes you makes you feel you know um because uh because uh, i feel like everyone kind of has those like five or six albums or songs that 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 are special to them to where to, to where they hear it and and it just it just transcends like what it means to be like just a song you know it, it, it makes you feel you know a sense of like like uh, empowerment or makes you feel stronger or or, or or whatever we all have those like almost comfort albums and so to kind of have that effect to where to where something that you create can put an impression on someone that's uh i think it's the beautiful thing about it yeah man it 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 defines a little bit who you are. How do you feel? Uh, it definitely creates memories. Like, have you ever experienced, like, listen a song for a long time and then you don't hear it for a while, and then years later you hear it and then you remember that time we heard it before. You know, like that's that's something beautiful, man. That doesn't happen with pretty much anything yeah. else. No, I'd agree. I think there's very few things in life that that you can do that with what music does for people. So maybe a smell. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. You know, like, I don't know. You could be walking down the street and you smell a pizza, and I don't know. It's, it's a song about a pizza or a restaurant you went to, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pretty cool, guys. That's that is all. We fired through in questions really quickly um, <laughs> tonight. That's awesome. Um, I wish you all the absolute best with with the band. I am absolutely loving what I'm hearing. I urge everyone to go in, and the kitty's here. It's a cat lover. <laughs> <laughs> I urge everyone to go and check out Class of That because if you like your 70s, 80s kind of style rock, then it's for you and I can't wait to hear and see more from you. So I hope everyone gets more of an insight from this into what you're about and I hope um, they go and check you out. Yeah, but, yeah. But thank you very much for having us on. Setting the Tune Podcast. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it today. Take care. Thanks, thank man. you. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for your time.
No, not a problem. Thank you once again. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Hope you enjoyed our interview with Dwayne and Franco there from Class That. Really, really, I'm enjoying what I'm hearing from Class That. Um, as I mentioned there in the interview, every time I seem to turn on a YouTube video, their uh, acoustic EP um, live studio tracks are being played through one of the advertisements. So a massive shout out to Better Noise Music because they have done an absolutely sterling job of um, ensuring that that band are being pushed and uh, promoted in the places you may not thought you would see a band being promoted um here comes all the young dudes i hope you enjoy it it's another fantastic track another take um from the band here on another david barry classic uh thank you for tuning to today's episode um i hope you enjoy it and should you wish to have anything reviewed or um talk about what you've got going on as a band or an artist on the show please feel free to reach out to set in tone you can do so uh, via set in tone facebook and instagram which is set in tone uk podcast or email stt hyphen setintoneoutlook.com um as always all the links for a class lat if you don't know where to find them will be up on setintone's facebook page a massive thank you to uh class lat dane and franco better noise music uh valeria from duff press for their time and arranging this one with me massive thank you to them can't thank you enough here comes all the young dudes and until next time bye bye for now
Thank <laughs> you.